Hello, and welcome to the role-playing exchange. I did the intro right. Hey! hey. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. It only took like 13 or 14 of these sessions. How about that? <laughs> Finally happened. Uh, you're listening to Star Trek in Fate. Uh, I'm your GM, Joe. Hello again. Everybody should introduce themselves. I'll go first. Why not? Yeah, you yeah, We'll do a reverse, <laughs> reverse alphabetical yeah. order. I'm Sean. It's me again. Uh, still playing the, the crusty old security chief. That's it. I'm done. So I'm going to go next. <laughs> okay. All right. That reverse uh, alphabetical would be me. Hi, I'm Burke. I'm back and I'm playing Dr. Uh, Lenara Morrow of the USS Tigris, now chief medical officer. Oh, and uh, hey, uh, this is Aaron Carson from Role Playing Public Radio and Raillery Podcast. Uh, I am still playing uh, now Lieutenant Platt, uh, who is working as chief engineer on top on the uh, newly-ish Christianed USS Tigris. <laughs> I just want to say, like, that was the smoothest Joe's ever done it and probably the roughest that we've ever done it. That's not, that's not right. <laughs> It's an equal exchange, man. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, so we will get right into it. Last time, after dealing with the uh, Cardassian space zombies, the Tigris has continued on its mission uh, behind enemy lines, uh, scouting Cardassian and Dominion uh, supply chains, investigating possible weaknesses for Federation Klingon fast uh, fast strikes, uh, and also because Cardozo is a uh, <laughs> Federation captain. Also, just kind of being on the lookout for, for weird science things. Of course. <laughs> uh, but while cruising uh, behind enemy lines, the Tigris receives a distress call from a Cardassian planet. Uh, Cardozo, who is still a Federation officer, after thinking about it for a little bit, decides, yes, they will investigate <laughs> the distress call discreetly. How deep into Cardassian space? Like, is it a planet they've taken during the war, but not, like, officially recognized space of theirs, or is it in their territory? Oh, it's in their territory. All right. Uh, Cardassian territory doesn't take up an enormous amount of space compared to, say, the Federation or Klingon Empire. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's not, like, deep in... It's not comparatively deep in Federation or Klingon space. But it's still further back than would be tactically comfortable to engage with an opponent. <laughs> sure. You know, there's there's not going to be any backup. Got it. Uh, so you arrive at the planet, uh, and sensor sweep quickly shows that uh, there is an open revolt occurring on the planet, <laughs> at which point uh, Cardozo draws out of sensor range of them and calls everybody to the conference room, <laughs> a.k.a. the mess hall. <laughs> Oh yeah, we don't have a conference room. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. small no ship. No Hilton. Yeah, it's a small ship. It's not the Hilton. Your ready room's a bathroom. I mean, <laughs> or sorry, a broom closet. So that's probably broom better. closet. Yeah, and the brooms fall out when you open it. <laughs> Why do we have space brooms? I mean, things get dusty. There's dust in space. You got to do something with that space straw. That is true. In any case, so you are all in the mess hall. <laughs> And Cardozo puts to you this question. So there's a rebellion on this planet. We've determined that already. Should we interfere to aid the rebels? So um, actually, as a question for this, uh, when you say for the rebels, is this actually a rebel faction of the Cardassians or is are these Maquis raiders? 
Uh, these uh, it from the quick scan shows that the uh, that the rebels seem to be mostly consisting of another species, uh, probably native to the planet or brought over by Cardassians, whom the Cardassians dominate. Um, Cardassian colonization policies are usually, you know, Cardassians at the top, everybody else at the bottom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, depending on how much the Cardassians respect the original uh, culture of the dominated planet uh, will kind of determine how much autonomy the planet has. Uh, the scan you received did not give you enough information on that, so you, you, there's no way to know like what the situation is as far as that goes. Mm-hmm. But it's clear it's a rebellion. There's a lot of you know weapons fire. Uh, some towns are on fire, uh, etc. Is it uh, is it possible that you guys could rig up like a a probe or something that we could put like in orbit? Maybe that would be small enough that like wouldn't get noticed that we could use to relay um, and monitor like communications and stuff like that. So we can get some more information about exactly numbers and uh, you know some tactical details of the situation. Uh, it is a possibility. Um, given the current state, what is the current state of the satellite network around this planet? Is there any area that would be able to find a essentially a dead space or some place where we could hide one? Um, probably. Uh, I would I say it's ast- not certainly, but probably yes. Could I do an astrometrics astrometrics roll to see if there's some place appropriate where we could put uh, basically a dead zone that might yes. be an area? Okay. Roll. If I can see the chat log. <laughs> no. Well, <laughs> do you uh, want to spend a fate point that early? Uh, yeah, this is hard. Uh, I have three. I'm, I'll do it this time, so I'm not done. Okay. Not I'll take, take one. one. Let it go. All right. Reroll that one. Thank you for nobody singing the song from Frozen. So what song from what? There you oh, go. Kids. There, uh, <laughs> Let it go. We're gonna. Let I'm it go. just. I'm just sitting here, like with Much the better. microphone on mute, just so you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, yeah. No, I worked. I, I, I worked around uh, other children when that movie came out, so I. Yeah, I, I have there. the appropriate hatred for it. <laughs> Honestly, I don't even have any hatred for it. Too the. Uh, it's a distraction, but the funniest thing is, mild digression. Mornings when I worked with children in residential, they would I. I got them to behave by saying, all right, when they learned that I knew way too much about Marvel and DC heroes. So I always did a quiz in the morning. And then I would always have one girl saying like, uh, who would that's like, who would Elsa beat? I'm like, I haven't watched it frozen yet. So I can't answer. <laughs> so what, oh, no, overnight I had to watch frozen so I could answer her question. So <laughs> nice story over moving on. And I made a three on that. So I actually got that. You succeeded. Uh, so, uh, succeeded. So that's going to be, yeah. Uh, there's not exactly a dead zone, but there's a zone with enough limited coverage that you could, uh, like disguise it with some Cardassian emissions and they probably won't be able to detect it. Okay. It doesn't look like they have a huge military presence on the planet. Also, if we have, that's like, depending on how much time we have, we may be able to reduce the size of it to, uh, actually, uh, to the schematic of one of an older satellite type, a CubeSat. And see if that will reduce get some information while reducing its profile. Uh, yeah, you could probably do that. That's just going to take more time. Okay, so I will. But it's the suggestion. So right. Um, the captain says I should probably roll. 
it's a better idea to get it out there more quickly so we can keep an eye on the tactical situation. So, understood. I will get my team on it immediately. Your team, you mean like the three of us, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's... it's uh, and it's Johansson, him, everybody assistant. forgets... And, and like three other people. <laughs> Johansson is very skilled. Like each I mean, department is like us, one one uh, NCO, and then uh, like three red shirts. Like that's it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll say it's crew complement of sixty. <laughs> yeah, let's do the actual numbers here. Uh, well, at the bottom of the crew document, I worked out a crew of forty for the ship. Okay, well that's even better. <laughs> Uh, minus captains, that brings you down to 38. Minus three of you, that's 35. There's, uh, There's like 26 enlisted and eight officers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, three or four <laughs> crew members per department is not wrong. All right, so, um, yeah, let's close that calculator. So you get to working on this probe. Uh, it really only takes like an hour to rig it up, and then you fire it out. Meanwhile, while that's going on, the question is, uh, should we interfere at all? I believe that the the probe seems to indicate that, Thashiv, uh, you think we probably should interfere and should be prepared to take action. I, I think that we should be open to the idea if it's a tenable situation, but we didn't know enough right off the bat to be able to form an opinion on that. Fair. Uh, Dr. Mara, maybe um, you can give us more insight into what the... I got to start coming up with different words for this humanitarian situation would be on planet <laughs> uh, uh, during this. I have to imagine if it's under Cardassian rule, it's probably not good. Mm. Uh, at least under resourced. I think you can make a serious case for helping. Okay. From pretty much every standpoint, humanitarian helping the rebellion. I don't know if there's tactical value to the planet, but it's inconvenient no matter what for the Cardassians and they're at war with us. Okay. Um, well, I imagine. We'll just wait for the results from the probe before we take any further action. Um, in the meantime, uh, prepare your departments appropriately as if we were going to interfere. Uh, they will probably need medical aid. Mm-hmm. Uh, they will definitely, almost almost certainly need uh, armaments of some type or other. Uh, I know that the ship's resources are such that we can't really produce enough uh, phasers with our two replicators. But uh, we'll see what we can get out of them. And, you know, it, it would not be impossible to provide tactical assistance beyond just weapon use. Chief, I think I'd, uh, I want you to look into where the Tigers could be best used uh, to provide the rebels with uh, space superiority in the local sector. Can do that. Um, okay, dismissed for now. As soon as there are any updates, we will reconvene and discuss any new results. Okay. So, as we're going back, uh, just kind of, just, uh, I think it's just going to flat. Uh, all right, actually, I have the captain for a second. Uh, might I have a moment of your time? Uh, absolutely. So, something else I thought about, at least for the skirmishes here, how many Cardassian vessels are there in the area? Uh, latest scans show that um, there are no Cardassian vessels within... I would say four weeks, Cardassian or Dominion vessels within four weeks. The Dominions, as we're all aware, can be a little hard to guarantee they are not in the region. Um, but we feel fairly confident that they're currently uh, not in case to immediately assist the 
the rebels. So yeah, in the term that they're preoccupied with, it's like they're currently preoccupied with other things. And on the end, though, if it's like if there's only a few around, and, and we might have an option of being able to use some, uh, it's like illusion to our advantage, possibly. So, and to be, and to like possibly maybe trick their sensors to thinking that there's a larger force coming at them than they, uh, than they think there is. Uh, certainly. I mean, uh, if you think you can, you can achieve that, I, I, I think that would definitely be, uh, to our advantage. Um, the only uh, issue I have is, uh, if this rebellion is successful, we assist it, that might bring down greater punishment than otherwise so that is well if they are assisted by us true so but maybe if we can figure out a way to replicate warp signatures of a say not like another race somebody else coming in who is unaffiliated hmm uh who would you recommend um if uh, it's like well if i were thinking about this this planet is fairly close to a niberite alliance uh, that's like trade route isn't it that's accurate now <laughs> <laughs> sorry and i'm literally pulling things out of my ass so i'm just kind of that's fine <laughs> neighborhood alliance i yeah <laughs> mentioned one time by wharf <laughs> so uh but uh that if nothing else we could that's like if they if it were possibly seen as one of their trading partners uh with that's like it was, was under attack they more than likely would i would assume they would more than likely be willing to defend themselves at least on a outpost world as a co uh, as a poor to a core system i would say it's not impossible um it it would not be regarded as entirely unlikely so all right uh but uh, yeah if you think that uh, it's like uh, but i figured that might be a plan right now if nothing else as an exit strategy of that's like is necessary, but I will put that on the back burner in lieu of our probe. So uh, if you'll excuse me. Uh, yes. Thank you. Uh, I, again, I appreciate the, the recommendation. No. Uh, it's like always happy to help. All right. So I uh, wait a few hours for the probe to get out there and to begin reporting back. Um, uh, the probe provides uh, a lot of information, much of it interesting. Uh, one, the, the uh, balance is about even. Uh, the Cardassians are holding their own uh, based on, you know, a quick perusal of news reports and actual recent uh, battle results, uh, mainly based on their uh, technological superiority. Like they have energy weapons available. They have soldiers on planet. Uh, and the native species, apparently called the Dorians, um, do not uh, have as easy access to that. A bunch of their stuff seems to be cobbled together. Uh, they don't seem to have free access to replicators or anything along those lines. On the other hand, the Dorians uh, vastly outnumber the Cardassians, so it's really it's going to be a war of attrition that the Dorians are going to, going to win unless the Cardassians get any reinforcements. Uh, are there any? Are there actually any industrial replicators on the planet that the Cardassians have brought with them? Uh, the Cardassians have access to a few industrial replicators, yes. Okay. Um, one. I should say, actually, uh, it is not a an industrial replicator is not a super common Cardassian uh, feature. OK, uh, the other interesting thing that you find is apparently uh, the other thing that you find is that uh, apparently there is a some sort of uh, epidemic on the planet, some sort of disease epidemic on the planet. Um, you'd probably have to bring the actual sensor is in closer or recalibrate the probe from here 
to get a better idea as to how it operates. But there are a lot of sick and dying people on planet, both Cardassian and of the native Dorian. Hopefully it's not uh, the same. Uh, that's hopefully not the same uh, zombie plague that we were dealing with the last time. Oh boy, that would be bad, huh? <laughs> that, that would. Mm. Not a good time. Uh, but no, if I could do that. Uh, so, uh, well, honestly, it's probably still safer to do that too. So it'd just be an engineering role to, uh, would you say engineering or astrometrics to reconfigure the sensors? I would just be engineering. Okay. So I can do that. Yep. That's a six total. So, uh, all right, great. Um, so you change it and, uh, you know, it takes just a few minutes for the change to go out and come back. Uh, but when it does come back, uh, you find that, um, you, uh, see that, uh, the plague, it's harder to tell exactly what it is, but it's definitely engine. Um, it's an engineered, engineered virus. Uh, it's, its symptoms are just obviously too diverse and uh, contagious for it to be natural. <sighs> so the question, it's like the question would being right now, if it's like engineered right now, who would let it off? I mean, there are a lot of potential... <laughs> <laughs> there are a lot of potential people. It could be could be the Cardassians and they screwed up. Could be the Dominion to try and punish the rebellion and they don't care that much. Uh, yeah. Do we know much about the Dominion at this point? I guess other than we're fighting them. So uh, at this point, like a lot of the stuff that uh, the DS9 crew has discovered about the Dominion has kind of you know been spread sure, sure. through uh, Starfleet. So you know that they do a lot of genetic engineering. Uh, you know that they're pretty ruthless. Mm-hmm. You might not realize mm-hmm. exactly how ruthless they are yet. That's yeah, glass of plant. Uh, but you know that they do react poorly to rebellion. Like yes. there have been some okay. episodes to that effect. I think by this point. Um, okay, I don't think it could be understated how ill prepared this ship is for dealing with a uh, mass medical, like a planet wide medical crisis. That's a hundred percent accurate. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's, um, yeah, it's not great. Okay. Um, I have have three beds in my sick bed. Yeah. You've got three sick bay beds. They can just take turns. Uh, (laughs) so there's that. It's a industrial replicator transporterable. Could we Um, scoop it up and put it someplace else with the transporter? Not wholly. Uh, an industrial replicator, I'm going to decide, uh, takes up a lot of cargo space. There aren't very many of them. As a matter of fact, this is probably a Federation model. <laughs> Since the Federation was up until a few years ago providing uh, people, the, the Cardassians with uh, industrial replicators. Way to, way to bring that back to reality. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know. Uh, let's take a look. I'm going to say it's about the size of a three-story house. Let's Let's call it Let's say bigger than that. Let's say 3,000 cubic feet. Or, yeah, which is too big to transport on this ship. Okay, so my obvious question for you then is, um, since it's, uh, you know, a machine, can it not just be transported, like, outside the ship and then transported back down to a different spot on the planet? Uh, the problem is the transporter beam can't quite catch all of it. Um, and if you take it apart, it's it's pretty complex. You know, it's not it's just... Not you can't just yeah. like transport it in pieces, kind of thing. Yeah, no, not really. Uh, like the <coughs> the actualizer matrix 
uh, is probably, um, you know, it's probably too, it, that itself is probably too big to, to really get in the transporter. And that, that would be what causes the biggest problem. So what we could do for basically a filter though, that's the question. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could conduct a raid and seize it. <laughs> but then what do you do with it? 3,000. Give it to the rebels, I guess. I don't know. That's up to you guys. It's not something you can move, like in an industrial. Well, that that's a little different. <clears throat> you could attach some, uh, you know, some grav collars onto it to make it to, you know, reduce the amount of effect gravity has on it. So you could like move it around. That wouldn't be an issue. It would just still be bulky, yeah. just not heavy. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying, like that's a that's a really big. Like, oh, hey, look, the industrial replicator's moving. Uh, we don't need to check that out, surely. Kind of a thing. <laughs> I see. I see what you mean. Well, and we still have the disease issue to, to consider as well. And... Whatever that is, I'm not keen on going down there myself if there's <laughs> crazy, in, you know, uh, Dominion Plague thing going on down there. True. Um, well... They could be like a small, it's like, if nothing else, a small team right now to be able to, if we can establish contact with one of the, that's like with one of the cells and then maybe find an area to get the doctor down to take, that's like more effective samples and figure out, mm-hmm. it's like figure out if either, if there's a, a, a treatment available to them for it. Mm-hmm. Because if we can at least get them on our side, then that might actually allow them, at least allow, open up some more avenues, maybe that's of uh, maybe trade sorry not trade routes like secret tunnels or anything else or that's like forces that we're not aware of yeah 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 so so if you're if, if you feel like you're up to it uh we can uh it's like we can at least figure out uh, it's like a safe area to transport that we might be able to make that contact on or the alternative an alternative that i can think of possibly is to see if we can set up uh, uh somehow disguise the communications uh, interlink that they the Cardassians may not be able to pick up on. Something I mean, through the probe and like fake like it's coming from a communication satellite or something. True. Yes. So although you can think about that, uh, although unfortunately cryptography is not much of my uh, if, uh, not much of my forte. Although I assume the chief would have a little bit more access to that type of knowledge. <laughs> Could probably figure something like that out. Is there, so any, is there any actual uh, Cardassian spaceships? In like in the system, have any kind of military wise? Do the Cardassians have any spaceships here? Military spaceships? Are you asking? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. No, they do not. Uh, the closest thing they have are some armed shuttlecraft, uh, which they don't get me wrong. They're using in the conflict, uh, mm-hmm. but they're just not that effective. Okay. So we have if we want to help them, we have to establish. Right. So. Yeah. She's. You know. If if you want to help, you got to do something. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, one more, one more uh, theoretical question here for you guys. Um, mm-hmm. Is it possible to transport out of the industrial replicator like components in a fashion that like it wouldn't totally be impossible to reinstall them? Like, could you target a specific like part or piece of the industrial replicator and remove it? Transport it? Uh, theoretically, yes. Um, <laughs> You could try and target parts such that you could take it apart and then reassemble it. It would be difficult to reassemble it. Uh, it would be much easier to target it and remove parts that you want to destroy. <laughs> that would not be a problem. I mean, this, this is the idea I'm going to pitch to the captain, is that we, we 
try to transport a piece intact from the industrial replicator that we can then give to the rebels because I don't want to deny the the planet the access to the industrial replicator if they succeed. But I do mm-hmm. want to deny it to the Cardassians. It's too valuable of a thing to have, especially if they've got this scary plague thing going on. Like they need to have that if they survive this. Yeah. Uh, and then the other thing is that I would pitch that the security team can uh, conduct some raids and try to commandeer all the armed shuttlecraft. Uh, I mean, that's up her neck. He saw golden hair, hauntingly familiar, hung down in loose curls to her mid-back, thick and full of body. It seemed to shimmer in the grey light, filtered down from the overcast skies. On the young man's heels, Becca raced, turning to the right with a grin of glee as she swept the double-bladed axe in a wide arc, cleaving through three beasts in the single attack. Eris summoned her powers and wove curses in the air, hurling them into the midst of disoriented werebeasts, stunning them. Gwen whispered on the wind, filling the air with her enchanting words, turning beast on beast, as their confused minds saw enemies everywhere. All the while, Evelyn worked her power into the wild garden she had cultivated, reaching deep roots out and up. Thick tendrils of tree roots sprang from the orchard's surface, wrapping around limbs and dragging their victims down and down into the soft soil. Dozens of screams choking off as the cold earth closed slowly over their scrambling limbs and heads, the roots feasting on their flesh and blood. The power within Logan sang with purpose. His enemy was better, faster and stronger, just like Logan was now, and had centuries to grow used to his powers. Kaiser had risen to be a king amongst the beasts and had known plenty of challenges. The one thing he had never faced was an opponent so righteous and confident of his victory. Golden holy plate shimmered into being as Logan's faith matched his purpose, and he laughed in delight as he waded into combat with Kaiser. Kaiser shifted as he fought, his form blurring between beast and man, as he lashed out with terrible power. Each powerful blow struck only Logan's armor, though, and Kaiser screamed his frustration. I should have ripped your parents' throats out. The man screamed. But this was said to be as an active shipyard, correct? So it would obviously take care of repairs uh, for Cardassian vessels if they were to come in through the system. Is that is that is that a reasonable assumption? Or uh, say that again? You're assuming uh, what? Oh, that, that uh, it would it would take care of general repairs for Cardassian vessels if they came into the system. I, it probably could handle that. Okay. Um, so if I could, I'd like to see if I can alter or warp. Uh, warp drive signature if just briefly to resemble that of let's see what you just gave us because we're not we wouldn't obviously be a galler class but um i'm assuming right now what we would have is probably either the uh uh either the kigero tipo three or the kigero tripo two so yeah it seems about the right size this is pretty small so that would they would at least fit the profile but altering the warp core signature and then being able to not like being able to. Son of a fucking bitch! <laughs> and then you got to finish it. So then you go yeah. after, of course, Beowulf. You have oh, uh, yeah, Grendel's yeah. mother. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so yeah, and and 
does she even name him Grendel? Like, is or is yeah, that she, just the name? There's uh, documentation you can find. Like, you know how in these games, yes. they've got a, everybody is a journalist, and you know, journalists. Well, Again, I kind of like that idea. Like, I I, lo- I love that idea in in fiction and in games. Like finding yeah. creepy letters in journals and stuff. I saw. So, slate aside, there's uh, one of the one of the giant bear monsters that you had to fight in this game. Uh, I I went I got I got to like the entrance of its lair kind of uh, accidentally, and there's like a little there's a letter on like a, a shrine right outside of the the bit, and a Klingon bird of prey decloaks and locks on. <laughs> <laughs> Locks on you guys. Um unbelievable asshole. <laughs> uh and the captain immediately gets on uh, the view screen and hails the Klingons and provides her identification so you guys don't get <laughs> attacked Blown by out. your allies. <laughs> and uh appearing on the other side is a Captain Camos of House de Gore. Camos. That's right. He he is actually quite pleased to see you here. Ah, Federation ship using Cardassian warp signature. A clever ruse. What do you hear? And Captain Cardozo explains, yes, we too will assist the rebels. We are already transporting down a number of disruptors. And we have pledged our the aid of the Klingon imp to their rebellion. <laughs> he hesitates on rebellion. Klingons aren't fond of rebels either. But they they killed their gods through rebellion. They're fine with it. (laughs) Well, I mean, yeah, in theory. (laughs) In actuality, when you're an empire, you know, maybe you feel a little differently about it. Oh, yeah, I don't know what that's like. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Ah, That was cold. Yeah. uh, Sometimes it turns not. against you, and and the rebel rebellion you fostered against your opponent one day uh, turns back on you like a snake. Mm. Strange, mm. Weird. strange, strange geopolitics. Weird. Um, we should probably also tell them not to send troops because they don't want to get diseaseified. Medical term. All right. Well, uh, you tell the captain. She relays it. Ah, yes. Thank you for that advisement. I don't. I didn't know if they were aware. They probably didn't. they weren't. <laughs> they didn't pay it. Did. <laughs> they don't give a shit. like disease. That's not a, that's not a standard uh, thing to check for. <laughs> no, it isn't really. Well, what if it melts your ridges again? We do not speak of that. <laughs> I, I, I'm just coming up on the path of post right now. Really, don't say anything. <laughs> we will be grateful for your assistance in assisting. The rebels. I should have thought of that sentence before I said it, but I didn't. <laughs> Universal translator's fault, man. Yeah. Actually, well, I, it sounded differently when I said it in Klingon. Allow myself to. Actually, you know, you know, expand your horizons on my Klingon. Did, he, did it actually sound differently, or is he bullshitting? He used a slightly different word. It would, okay. it would, it would have been aid and assistance, which isn't much better, but a little better. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll also suggest to the captain that if he wants to, like, we were trying to keep our involvement kind of on the down low. Um, if the cleaning ones are going to be given disruptors, like, if they give us the plans, we could replicate those two and double the amount of hardware assistance that we're giving. She proposes it. He leans back, strokes his chin for a moment, then shrugs. I'm certain the Federation has plans for modern Klingon disruptors. Certainly, we will transport over a disruptor, so you may assist us in our replication of them. Um, 
Uh, Plat, you know that's garbage. Clans don't have replicators on ships. <laughs> they don't replicate things. They carry everything live or dead. So, well, uh, yeah, just tell the captain that does not sound right at all. I mean, basically, they're distributing their armaments. They're distributing all the extra guns they have on the ship. They're not like making new ones. Hmm. So why would that's like why would Letha's deceptions makes little sense so what 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 kind of alliance are they hiding at this point that or that's like is there something that they're not wanting it that's like wanting others to see well we'll discuss this later yes we'll get right on replicating those uh we will be in contact when we're prepared to uh provide you with uh further materials and ah. then they, she gets off all right all right mess hall now <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah all right so this um Kind of changes the calculus of uh, <laughs> this changes the calculus of our assistance opinions. I I have to admit I still don't quite trust the Klingons after their after the recent war we had. Um, yeah, I wouldn't trust a Klingon any farther than I could throw it. Uh, well, <clears throat> I mean, even I couldn't throw a Klingon like that far. So. I will be right back. Discuss amongst yourselves. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, I still think as much of a hands-off approach as possible so that we don't get scary, not zombie virus plague thing. Yes. Um, Agreed. I don't, I still don't understand why the Klingons bothered to come out here and help. I don't, is there any tactical value to this planet? We don't know. So um, not that I, I would assume immediately it's far from both Cardassian and Klingon territory. The, as far as we know, the Dominion has no want on it, and unless there was, uh, unless there was just some resource on here into which a particular Cardassian or Klingon, uh, it's like warrior would want to develop, uh, it's like settled in their own little fiefdom. That's the mm-hmm. only way it makes sense to me. I mean, if it was of any significant value to the the Cardassians, they would have had like a significant defense for it, right? Like Cardassians aren't the kind of I mean, some of them are, but like on the general, on the whole, like they're not the kind that would like defend a place by like making it, you know, discreet. Right? Like they would, they're, they're the kind of people that would put the really big like fortress on top of the resource cache to defend it, not pretend like it was never there so nobody suspected it in the first place. Yeah. I think if there was a significant value to this planet in some fashion like that, other than just general natural resources, that there would be something that would indicate that by now mm-hmm. that would be the case but yeah i'm not i'm i'm uncertain i have doubt yeah i mean sorry i did i didn't have i, so, I didn't have the correct gift for that one so that's okay. i forgive you is this like a uh like did the klingons fucking do this or like are they testing biological weapons uh without a sample that yeah um but yeah they, i assume I assume the Klingons are not like elegant crafters of biological weapons, so we could probably tell if we can get our our hands on an actual. Yeah, so trying to figure out some way to down there without at least them knowing or at least obfuscating our point for being down there. Mm-hmm. Uh, honestly, if there's another way that we could actually look at it, it's that we're also wanting. That's like we're seeing that there is an obvious medical, uh, there is an obvious humanitarian issue with this species, and rendering medical assistance to make sure that the plague doesn't uh, wipe them out or go off further. Right now, to harm other species. Mm-hmm. 
mean, we can read the computer banks and stuff like that when we take the shuttles. See if there's anything in there. Yeah. Or even the crews. Um, you know, possibility one of them might be a carrier or infected or something. Yeah. We can test all those guys whenever we take the shuttlecraft. Mm-hmm. Be a possibility. All right, I'm back. What are the so, plans? What are you what, so, what are you suggesting? Is there is there any tactical or uh, some sort of value to this planet other than like we haven't noticed yet or uh, like should have been painfully obvious to us, but you know players didn't ask the right question kind of a thing. Uh, I mean there are mines on the planet that uh, you know the uh, Cardassians use for their. Uh, for building space materials, obviously the planet provides food, uh, economic benefits. Um, it doesn't have, besides that, it doesn't have a specific strategic advantage other than generally disrupting the Klingon. Or, boy, it's going to be a day, huh? Other than generally <laughs> disrupting the Cardassian Empire's cohesion. That will fix um, <laughs> I No, we won't. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, we won't. Adam will. Um, <laughs> you've listened to the role playing exchange, right? We we have we have a post. Uh, I, I'm lying. There's no there's no such thing as post. Yeah, <laughs> there's no editing. Adam Adam much like Ross edits nothing. Yeah. <laughs> oh oh hey. Ross, he went to Ross the edits. school of. No. <laughs> You're right. Ross edits like talky episodes and the mix six, but he doesn't edit any actual mm. play stuff. He does. There, there are edits. There are so many other noises that you do not actually hear. So it might not seem like much, but it is there. All right. Sit here and Consider- come, to, come to play your game. Defend my honor. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> I was under the impression distinctly provided to me by Ross. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I edited all the, the UA treasure hunt episodes. So, oh, okay. Nice. Um, yeah, it's, it's okay. It's okay. But and there's I'm, a lot of not editing going on at the same time. So, oh yeah. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> sorry. The other thing we were talking about before, maybe before we got back, is we want to get a sample of uh, the pathogen to see if the Klingons are actually secretly making it and testing it here. Uh yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Like it's just weird that they're here. We can't figure out why they care. Uh you know what? I might help you figure that out. Hmm. Let's see. Platt still got some Klingon stuff, right? I have a lot of Klingon stuff. Yeah, so Platt. it was it was my cultural side. So uh, the expand your horizons, right? So um, give me. So it would be like either like a knowledge check. Yeah, or... it, it'll be knowledge. Give me a knowledge oh. check. Oh, that somebody dropped. No, Sean, how dare you? Sean, no. Sean, oh, come no. back. Sean's back. All right. <laughs> Tragedy averted. Uh, so not, would it be a knowledge skill with any kind of bonuses for the aspect or spending a fate point because of the aspect? Uh, I'll say if you spend a fate point, you can bring in a Klingon Lynch aspect in. But okay. it would be easier to just straight spend the fate point. It'll give you more of an advantage. Okay, then I'll just go ahead and spray the, uh, spend the, the fate point for that. So where is it? Give the fate point. Okay, you uh, can take I'll it. Think, I'll let yeah, you take Joe's it. Gotta, Joe's got to take easier. it. Yeah, I got to take it. Yeah. yeah, no, go ahead and take it. Yep, yeah, go for it. Okay. All right. So we have the fate point on that. So roll the modify. Uh, so for uh, the skill, would I click that as roll with mod plus modifiers? Yeah, plus modifiers. Okay. And then add the plus two. Okay. So for that, so uh, silly question. I, I, is that, how do I add that on here? The plus Let's two. Let's say or, plus or modifiers. Just... Hmm. 
Uh, that would add a second set of skills. Okay. Uh, all right, just uh, just roll it regular, and then it, we'll it add, add a fate point. Yeah. Can do. So three right, on so that. Three. So. All right, so you vaguely recall something going along the lines with his house. He's House uh, Degour. Uh, and House Degour was recently kicked out of the High Council. Uh, something along the lines of using economic trickery to uh, subdue an opponent house. You don't remember too much more beyond that, uh, which is extremely dishonorable. Uh, there's some other like outside influence. You can't exactly remember what it is at the moment. But they've, yeah, uh, they've, but they've been dishonored, so it could be that they care because they just desperately need a win. <laughs> War is a great time for dishonored or lower houses because it's the opportunity they would have to advance themselves and gain mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and if they make more headway here than the Klingons did in the original war against the Cardassians you know that's going to make them look better than maybe the house they got beaten by or one of the other great houses okay so saying that that's like bringing up that hey we conquered a new colony world with a subservient uh, a, a, a grateful now subservient species and drove them off. Yeah, like y- you know for sure, and this is not an enormous surprise that the Klingons, the help of the Klingons, is definitely comes with some strengths attached. Oh yeah. So uh, yeah, that's yeah. We looking at that oddly, just saying like, wait a minute, <laughs> you've got it. Uh, thinking about that. <laughs> so yeah, the question now is, how do we modify that? How do we roll it to make it? Uh, to see if we could actually make these guys more ind- uh, the 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 species on there more independent or give the uh, at least sabotage the lanes on there because this is they are our allies but this is not a good thing they're doing. I mean and you know Cardozo mentions that you know I am a little hesitant to assist the Klingons because they do have a tendency to be a little atrocity prone and <laughs> uh with the unofficial motto of the Tigress being no war crimes, I'd like not to get tied up in a war crime. Is that on the black? <laughs> it's unofficial. On a post-it note on the black. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I want to I say that Platt somehow rigged up, replicated and rigged up an old Ellie, scrolling Ellie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it just hangs <laughs> under the plaque. And- <laughs> And blinks. It's been end star dates since yeah. war crime. <laughs> I love that idea that you have above that saying. It's like uh, it's like you uh, the uh, the tigress through. Uh, it's like through darkness there shall be a light. No war crimes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. So so at this point, a uh, doctor again. If we mm-hmm. were to find somebody else that we could get, because I don't think communications are going to be. There are, but maybe finds that's like monitor the channels through our commsats. Since do the Klingon does the Klingon bird of prey know about that? Uh, as far as you're aware, they haven't figured out that you have probing. We could that's like we could send out a signal to the rep one of the rebels factions through that, bounce it and see if we can get a hold of them. So, with one of the plans, and then try to bring them up for analysis of the disease. And if we can link it back to any which way for the, to the Klingons, then we have leverage to, for them to leave as we take care of this problem. Ooh, I have I have a thought, Captain. Um, 
should notify Starfleet Command immediately of the uh, great assistance that the Klingon Empire is providing us in liberating these peoples um, and request that they send uh, a thank you for the assistance to the Klingon High Command. Oh, good idea. Wow, that's uh, that's great. <laughs> there you go. You know, tell them we really appreciate the backup, and then they they can't lay claim to much of anything after that. No, I like that. That's a great social engineering role. Yeah, that's she. She is uh, Cardozo is extremely impressed. <laughs> like See, I have I have great. thoughts besides like kill them all. Go, go chief. <laughs> Just took a year. Just took a year to get there. <laughs> We know you're not from the the wharf only uh, tactic here. It's okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> listen, wharf's main tactic was to get beat up to show how tough the bad guys. Were. Oh, mm-hmm. well, they 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 also the show really did a bad job in showing wharf beating up less than cool bad guys to establish him as cool. So <laughs> that's their fault. Uh, anyway, that's neither here nor there. Uh, she will immediately dispatch a. <laughs> communicate to Starfleet man uh, jointly for thanking them for this assistance. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, Worf. Anyway. <laughs> Sorry, I had to be there. For those of you, I found the baseball gif of him saying, find him and kill him. <laughs> Classic cheer. <laughs> so, as for other plans, um, the thing was that we were going to try to get um, samples or information from the uh, shuttlecraft when we did the raids and took the shuttlecraft. Right. So let's uh, do that anyway. I will advise our Klingon allies that we're going to go snatch up to the two Cardassian shuttlecraft on planet. Uh, and then we'll let's execute that raid and see what's going on. Uh, all right. So, mm-hmm. the Shiv, are you going on the raid? Um, yes. Okay. Well, time to borrow a, a tactic from Star Trek Adventures, uh, because the other two characters will be playing characters on this raid. Yay. It shouldn't be long. <laughs> I'm Steve One. I'm Wait. Alan. D- Aaron, Aaron, Aaron. It's called the Steve Team. First. He's Alan Stevenson. <laughs> well, well, no, no. We, we actually, it would, it, it would be Steve Allen. Ah, I see. Okay, okay. All right. I'm just making sure, like, that's, there's a theme here, man. Like, yes, we got to... <laughs> you gotta work within the I'll, gimmick, man. I'll go with Steve too. <laughs> no, Alan. I mean, Steve and Alan is a great with me. Like that's that that would make sense that we would then call him Alan because okay. we do have to differentiate the Steves. But because you know, old, uh, everybody in Star Trek is into weird old fifty shit for no reason. Yeah, exactly. That yeah. <laughs> yeah, that kind of puts right now. Yeah, old talk show hosts that haven't existed since any of us were actually in this game were actually alive. So. <laughs> All right, so Steve Allen, huh? Yes. Okay. I'm making these characters as we speak. (laughs) Let me just look at some other characters to see what characters look like skill-wise. I'm Break Steven. Break Steven. Nice. Cool. All right. And let's see. Rick needs one. What's what's your Steve name? Break. Crewman Break Steve. No, Break Steven. Break Steven. Yeah. B-R-E-A-K? Yeah. All right, break Steven. Yeah, so, still get it. Breaks even. Breaks even. <laughs> breaks even. 
Uh, Man, I haven't slept I'm well gonna, all week. I'm gonna let it ride. I want to see how long before he was uh, I didn't read it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I get it. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, and I thought I was the one that hadn't slept with a shit. Oh man, this is fantastic. <sighs> You invited us to this game. This is this is your. Fault. I did. This is this is entirely my fault. Exactly. <laughs> One fake point of Burke. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you transport down. Um, currently, both. Uh, uh, real quick. Sh- sure. Burke, Burke, can you see mm-hmm. the curtain break, Stephen? Yes. Okay, because he popped up on my deal, and I didn't realize that he was up there. So I just want to make sure that. Yeah, I think he just did all players. To make yeah, because oh, I imagine yeah. that like there are going to be some point. Everybody's probably going to be using one of these guys. I'm um, I'm tracking now. Don't mind me. I'm just an idiot. Uh, it's fine. <laughs> at least at least you got the joke. Ah, that's uh, true. All right, we're, we're almost a functional person if you combine all of us together. <laughs> yeah. All right, so both Cardassian shuttlecraft are currently grounded. Uh, there probably is crew inside. In fact, you're. A quick scan shows that, that there are crew members inside, so you're going to have to move fast when you transport down. Uh, they are within a shielded facility, so you can't transport directly inside of them unless you're going to wait for them to get airborne, and then they'll, they may or may not have shields. I mean, you know, honestly, that was my original idea for that was like wait for them to take off like while they're still in the little safe spots, uh, transport on board before they put their own shields up, fly towards the rebellion people didn't declare an emergency and basically just like land it with doors open and transport out <laughs> so that we weren't like technically there kind of a thing. Okay. I gotcha. Uh, you can do that. That's going to require one uh, extremely, that's going to need a three or more result on uh ye old transporters role, because there's going to be a pretty brief gap gap now once they leave the facility before they put their shields on, because a Klingon ship literally decloaked. <laughs> like, they know the Klingons are there. Uh, I will give you another fake point so I can uh, roll my transporters here. All right. I want this to work. Eat up that fake point. Oh, Jesus, I didn't need it. Nope. Uh, Holy hell. It's, it's immaculate. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as they're through the... Uh, as soon as the shield barrier for their... Hanger is down. Uh, you guys transport on. And um, yeah, now you're on the, the shuttlecraft, and the Cardassians are taken completely by surprise. So, uh, hey guys, you got a surprise round. Go do something with it. Pew, hey. Pew, pew. <laughs> <laughs> hey, welcome to the show. <laughs> All right, Steve team, remember the, the objective here is to subdue so that we can uh, you know take these Cardassians out with us. Um, so for, like, I haven't done that. Testing for disease. Yeah. No, I'm just making sure like, we're all in the same. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, we will be following whatever directive you have set up. So, uh, I mean, real quick question though: do we do we need to like take the take a Cardassian with us for the doctor to test, or can we just like have some blood and you know, come over and like DNA swabs? And, and well, I mean, these guys for... aren't these guys aren't sick. Uh, nobody on the shuttlecraft is going to be ill. Uh, if you have the sickness, you're down. Like you're in a hospital. No, you're down with the sickness. One might say. Yes, exactly. Ah. <laughs> uh, but the 
probably computer records, and certainly you'd at least be able to temporarily access the central Cardassian computer system uh, to find uh, materials on the illness itself. You just wouldn't be able to test anybody directly. Right. Okay. Um, I'm going to say the objective here is like we all we're all going to like render them unconscious. Um, one of you needs to be like a pilot. I'll let whoever wants to take over that role can take over that role, and when one of us needs to be like getting in the computer system and finding all the information we can for the doctor. Mm-hmm. Okay. Whichever one, whichever one of you wants to take those two roles after we subdue the Cardassians. Uh, I'll take the piloting role. So yeah, it could be either. However, yeah, have the same. All right. So uh, you arrive on the shuttlecraft. Another a separate team is on the second shuttle. Uh, the Cardassians. There are only three of them. Are surprised. And uh, just give me some combat rolls to like stun them. <laughs> hey, rolled a zero. I broke even. Um, <laughs> nice. Pew pew laser beams go. Dag. Forgot how good Sean is at combat. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's gonna get four to six. Yeah, it's, percent of the time. So it's, it's like what his character was designed for. What? <sighs> Impossible. Oh. Can I give you that roll, Aaron? Uh, Steve Allen has nothing in his bio. He doesn't. No, he's, he should. He is a blank slate. Tabula rasa. I definitely does. I'm looking and seeing combat as his good skill. Uh, I see Brick uh, Steven, but I'm opening up Steve Allen, and he's yeah, Steve Allen. I don't, I can't see anything other than a blank. Bio. Bio. All right, well, um, the Blake Slate. Although I run a variety show, so if you want to, I can do anything you want. I just need to know what it is. Uh, can be edited and controlled by. I'm sorry. Here we go. All right, <laughs> there it is. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, piloting or or is this the combat uh, role? This will be the combat role first. Okay. Yeah. okay so yeah, I will take. You want to take all these clowns out so, first? Uh, good thing you'd pick piloting. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> at least averagely. So, oh god, well, I trip and fall on my phaser. <laughs> the big fat minus four on that roll. Right. Well, Steve Allen has no fake points. Nope. So you so just well, um, <clears throat> you just straight missed that last Cardassian. It's okay. Blow it's fine. He puts shuttle. his hands up. He like threatened. <laughs> <laughs> There's three of you, and his two buddies just got stunned. He's like, "Oh, I surrender. I I surrender." Oh, thank you for making me feel better. That's why I actually say that Steve Allen says to that Cardassian. There's <laughs> obviously a warning shot. We didn't stun all of them. He gives you a look. Obviously. He just looks at you puzzled and says, uh, sure. Anyway. Uh, so Shiv, like, runs over, grabs him, throws him to the ground, and, like, subdues him. Like, this wasn't this not, not, the time, not the time for chitty chats. <laughs> all right. <laughs> And she's like kneeling him on, on his back. And he's like, seriously, I wasn't going to do anything. <laughs> All right, just give me a piloting roll. Pilot the All ship. Right. And somebody else, uh, give me a data scrape, which will be just a flat roll. All right. Uh, so hopefully I don't crash the ship. Sorry if I do. Well, I mean, at least the Cardassians. No, okay. I can't shoot worth hell, but I can fly. Well, that's good. I would, uh, I would say that uh, Burke should be able to roll a notice so that he at least has a plus one on his skill. Fair. Sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right nice all right you notice it uh yeah as a matter of fact it looks like so the guy who's on the ground is kind of like looking in your direction uh breaks break steven and mm-hmm. uh he says oh you're looking up the, the the virus yeah uh my brother has it so i was kind of researching that so i, I kind of left that open 
welcome. Please get off my back. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think you Federation guys were like this. <laughs> uh, uh, I will. I will secure his his hands and handcuff him or whatever. Do they have like an actual like? Yeah, I'm sure you have restraints. Hand- yeah, I don't even call it like handcuffs in Star Trek, but I don't know if they call it just restraining him or what. Binders. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Put him in some. Put him in some binders and we'll let him up off the ground. All right. I said, oh, thank you. Jeez. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, the virus. Yeah, everybody's got it. Well, not everybody, but a, but a lot of people have it. Uh, it's pretty bad. We're pretty sure it's manufactured, but we don't we don't know who did it. Uh, it wasn't you guys, right? Yeah. Like that's not. Okay. No. Nope, All right. No. Never. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Foreshadowing. Uh. All right. Well. Uh. Great. Um. So, am I a prisoner of war? Technically, <laughs> who's reading the prisoner? Rules. Am I? I'm good. I don't want to be a prisoner <laughs> of the Dorians. Please don't take me down there. Uh, Why? So uh, they could be cruel. Uh, I mean, the stories from their prison camps are basically that it's like uh, a lot in the middle of a desert. Um, with no shelter, uh, so. And you know, I've heard similar stories from the Maquis. Ah, uh, um, yeah, but that's propaganda. Oh yeah, I'm sure. I mean, sure, obviously, but it's a common story, is what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Maybe it isn't like that, but like we're certain. I'm certain. Other Cardassians are certain that Federation prisoner of war camps follow all of the rules, uh, and that's where I want to be. A place that follows the rules. Um, I would like to, uh, let's see here, focus the right skill and like just this dude for all he's worth as far as information goes. Now he's giving me like the perfect, like, if you don't cooperate and tell me what I want to know, like, I'm going to leave you in this shuttle when I drop it off at the Dorian's base. So I want like, uh, I want like anything and everything that he knows, um, like access codes and stuff like that to like, I want, to, I want to dump more than just virus information now that we have a live prisoner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, like he will. If if you're gonna take him to a federation, if put him, make him a federation uh, yeah, prisoner okay. of war, he is definitely gonna give you whatever you need. <clears throat> so, yeah. So, yeah. There. Yeah. So, yeah. If we can agree, yeah, if we agree. Have him agree to that. Then I think we're in a good one. Mm-hmm. All right. So, yeah. What 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 do you need to know? He will tell you everything he knows. Here's how the war has been going. I mean, essentially pertinent stuff for our game right now, um, but like set up the ability to get some useful information later is what I'm looking for. Kind of like you don't need to exposition dump for the next 10 minutes on the the state of the the galaxy. But mostly what I want to know like right now is like what he knows about the virus stuff since he said he was already researching it. uh, And then like local conditions and anything else that we need to know that would help us what we're doing right now. Okay. Uh, Yeah, he provides you with all that information. In short, the virus is 100% artificial. They have not determined who created it yet, but close. Um, You know, they've picked out specific markers. They just haven't had an opportunity to check against, like, uh, now that the Obsidian Order was mostly blown up, like, a lot of that information has been scattered to the winds. Um, They, uh, as far as conditions on the planet, uh, he relays to you the typical euphemisms Cardassians use for oppression. 
Uh, so it looks like circumstances were originally pretty bad. Uh, it looks like the native population has been affected more by the virus than the Cardassians, who seem to have a higher resistance to it. Um, the rebellion has been going on for some weeks, and Cardassians on the planet already kind of know that they're going to lose, but they're going to do their duty anyway. Um, there have been some atrocities on both sides. Uh, he, again, euphemistically describes what can be easily translated into a, several Cardassian atrocities and viscerally describes what may be several atrocities by the Dorians. Mm-hmm. Um, if the Dorians have any additional material or personnel at all, they are going to win in a matter of weeks instead of a matter of months. Uh, there probably will be no uh, shifting of forces to this planet. His understanding, although he's lower on the rungs, is that uh, everything is concentrated on the front. Uh, the Cardassians, <coughs> pardon me, along with the Dominion, want to basically knock the Federation out as fast as possible. So that's where all the resources are going. So they're, pr- they're basically on their own here for at least a few months, and by then they'll, they'll lose. Uh, and they'll all be killed, and then when the Cardassians and the Dominion get it back around to it, they'll come back and probably reconquer the planet at that time. <laughs> Which also somewhat explains maybe his uh, willingness to be captured. <laughs> hmm. uh, that's the information he can provide you. Um, I'm going to roll this and then say, um, with my five in notice, he totally believing the fact that he's saying that they will all for sure be murdered. Um, there won't be any acceptance of a surrender or anything like that. I mean, there will be a sur- so like he his understanding is that the Cardassian commanders on planet. Uh, are likely going to use like the soldiers until it's very obvious that they're going to get completely defeated. And then they'll offer a surrender. His understanding of the Dorians is that they'll accept an unconditional surrender only. And uh, he, he thinks that now that the, you guys and apparently the Klingons have shown up that like, that's going to be stronger rather than weaker. And to be honest, uh, there are going to be some trials where they, the Cardassians are almost certainly going to get convicted of various uh, crimes against sentience. Uh, so, okay, because well, it's just the way that you had originally said it was like that they would all end up dead. No, no, it's not I like they're going to get slaughtered. Like a, There's going to yeah, be. I want to make sure that that was like a yeah. figure of speech version of that, not a. Oh yeah, it's a figure of speech version. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So I guess um, given him in his restraints and everything like that. Uh, Broadcast a message to like the closest rebel, uh, like enclave or whatever. That yeah. uh, you know, vessel's been commandeered. Uh, you know, um, don't don't shoot it down if you want to keep it. <laughs> uh, so that is received with some hesitancy, but they will allow you to land. <coughs> uh, and then it's Thrashiv to Tigris uh, three to beam out. All right, uh, you get you get beamed out. And there you are. Uh, yeah, uh, so, yeah. Uh, you get beamed out, and uh, you are back on the Tigris. The shuttlecraft lands on its automatically programmed track, and now they have two shuttlecrafts. Yay. Hey, um, go team! Yep. Hey, so I guess I'll, I'll start crunching all the Cardassian medical data. That's probably a good idea, yeah. Uh, I still want uh, samples taken with Federation <laughs> equipment, because ours is better. I mean, it is. 
It just is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I'll go ahead and uh, actually start uh, take my engineering team and start going through the databases on the shuttlecrafts to make sure that, uh, to see what we can actually pull up. Um, all right. So uh, most of the stuff you pull up is local. Um, and it, it's basically information that's been verified by your, uh, you know, investigation. And, uh, you know, by your, your, your talking to the Cardassian guy, it, it can almost all be verified. Okay. Let's see. Uh, as far as the, uh, as far as the virus stuff, uh, if you want to give me a roll there, Burke. Sure. Um, and we can medicine. look into just medicine. Yeah. Four. All right. If it's I need more, defi- I spend a fate point for plus. No, you don't need any more. Okay. It's 100%, uh, a Klingon designs. Um, yeah, it's 100% Klingon design. I want to say nailed it, but we probably just get, uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> not this time. <laughs> nailed it then. Yeah. It's Klingon design virus. Um, mm-hmm. It looks like it's been around for it. It it has suffered some mutation. Uh, you know, with a four, you, you feel pretty confident uh, about the virus's history. So it looks like it suffered some mutation from the original uh, plan. Like you can tell the difference between artificial changes and and natural changes uh, as it mm-hmm. you know, gets transmitted and spread. Uh, and if you had to make an argument as to what the the length of time the virus has been in existence, it you'd say it's probably a few months old. Okay. Which would indicate it was probably deployed just before the pulling out of uh Cardassian space when the Dominion got it. Okay. Other question is was it specific to here or is there other places that are having the same problem? Yeah. Um as far as there are some other planets that there are some other planets that had uh, the, this isn't the only planet with the virus. Um, it doesn't look like all of, I mean, it's clearly it's not spread throughout Cardassian space. It would be very mm-hmm. dangerous if it was. Uh, they mm-hmm. haven't come up with a cure for it yet, uh, but it's not everywhere. And it looks like it was only deployed on certain planets. So you're not sure why or how. What was the Klingon house name again? Uh, it is, let me get my notes. House de Gore. Um, Can we figure out like specific places where they would have had personnel or interests or anything like that in Cardassian it, space? It's not necessarily going to be available to. It's going to be a hard roll because it's not like you'd have to. Pe- of it's not in the data banks on the Tigris. It may be the Cardassians may have had some record of what planets were conquered and then reconquered. Uh, but you'd have to like put that data together out of fragments you're you're kind of getting out of the main Cardassian system. Okay, uh, so maybe get uh, Platt on that. Okay, that seems like a thing that you've probably got a better skill set than I do for. All right. Uh, so for that, I'm trying to think of at least for figuring that that out. I try to consider the skills right now that we would want to do that because what's the at least the the main thing behind that? What we want to do? I mean, my my assumption that I'm operating off of right now is that House de Gore like is doing biological warfare. Like the the places that the outbreak of the virus is at are all de Gore like we're run by that house. Yeah, really, yeah, we're so, run by that so house. And, like they're kind of like doing a scorched earth policy from their own their own stuff. Okay. Um, 
So that they would be willing to do that. Would that be another Klingon knowledge check to be able to look into that to see if it's something that would at least be? Uh, yeah, it would make it faster if okay. you do that. So okay, uh, yeah. I will go ahead and spend out the last of my. Let's uh, like spend out the last of my your fate points. points. Yeah, okay. for to be able to go into the expand my knowledge, expand your horizons for the Klingon knowledge. So all right, last fate point. Take it, and I will give a knowledge roll on that. Okay. Are you kidding me? <laughs> so a one, a one, so. <laughs> but it's something at least. Uh, you can definitely say that this is a planet that was in the collection of what seemed to be one of many planets that were administrated by lower houses, houses that are not on the high council. Okay. So you can't say for sure it's the goal, but it seems likely. So part of it is just at least, yeah, figuring out a connection on there too. Um, Although I did actually think of something else as well with that, since I it, if I could use that in conjunction with another one, because uh, the Klingons are still here, uh, are still uh, are it, they, it looks like they've probably been here for a while managing this, correct? Yeah, I mean mm-hmm. uh, the Cardassians have been back managing it for a while. Okay, um, but if at least the connection is somewhere in here, would I be able to do maybe an? Asked, uh, I would say an engineering scan to see if there are any particular, as like if there are any particular relays that they might have bounced subspace messages off of, coded or otherwise. Uh, are you looking for like uh, relays that were left by the Klingon? Yes, by the Klingon specifically for going back to this house. Yeah, give me a um, give me a sensor check. Okay, It'll just be science. Just sciences. Okay. Yeah, you're looking for a specific emissions. All right, uh, two. That's good enough. Yeah, there's some some remainder Carda- uh, Klingon uh, satellites in orbit. Uh, the Cardassians have been using them because equipment's equipment. But yeah, uh, if you want to like try and get the ship over to look at it, you know, um, that's something you could try and do, like uh, to get like a close look at it. You know that the Klingons are are big on stamping their possession on things. Yeah, that's true. So. Let me think about that. So, uh, yeah, I'll make the request of the uh, of the captain to see if we can maybe do a flyby. Or could I just take a shuttle over there? And uh, You could. Yeah, it wouldn't be no problem. Uh, it would be If we do that, we need to give some sort of excuse for why we're doing that that's not looking into the Klingons' possible war crimes. That's true. So, And, like, we could be repositioning to use our transporter system to do something to assist the rebellion. Um and then we can, like, you know, shuffle some stuff around down on the planet um, so that, like, it all looks hunky-dory. That's true. Uh, we got to, like, I don't want to eat disruptors from the bird of prey. Because <laughs> we're mm-hmm. figuring out that they're not nice people. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that could be another one. Yeah, that we could just say that, that we're out there making, or at least, oh, uh, what's a good lie on this one? Uh Oh, actually, yeah, suspecting that there might be a, uh, I'll try to think of the, the, the good word for this right now, that there might be a tap onto their systems or somewhere that we want to make sure that uh, that the Dominion is not listening in in one way or the other. All right. Um, all right. Give me a, the captain will relay that information, but the way you structure it is going to affect what she tells them. So give me, okay. I guess, a uh, engineering role to basically lie my uh, lie about this. Um. Yeah, sure. Okay. Engineering makes sense. All right. 
here's some gobbledygook that makes sense. This is appropriate techno babble. Yeah. Techno babble is a skill. Just, uh, just two, just, though. But just bury them in techno babble. And it'll be like, yeah, sure. Whatever. Uh, a two is sufficient. Okay. They have no time for this. Yeah, they're busy, like, giving their soon-to-be new denizens guns. <clears throat> so you get over there. You get a good, good, good close scan. And, yeah, it's got House de Gore markings on it. So at this point, with all the evidence, you can say it's almost certain that it's House de Gore. Okay. Who spread the virus. So now what do we do about it? <laughs> Says the captain. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, unfortunately, given where we are right now, I don't know that we can do anything right here. We can't just, like, capture the bird of prey and tow it back to Federation space from where we're at right now. I mean, it doesn't seem likely or even, uh, you know, desirable. <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean, my suggestion, Captain, would just be to take every, collect all the evidence that we can here and forward it on back to the command. Uh, let them figure out the best way to handle it. Uh I'm afraid I hate... it's a little bit beyond our <clears throat> as far as to take action against them at this point. I hate kicking it upstairs, but I think you're probably right. That might be the best way to go. And mm-hmm. if maybe that's considering this was happening right now, if we feel off that that's like this, the information for this house's actions could be disseminated. Uh, it's like discreetly through. Uh, it's like to the high council. Allow them to take care of that. I heard that. Well, it's like because uh, given certain reports that we've gone gone through, I hear that the that's uh, uh, su- uh the Klingon Supreme Chancellor uh is not at all happy about when others interfere in house. That's t- like house matters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, that's fair. Um, and if nothing, all right, put, putting uh, giving that information could put us in their good graces a little bit when we might need backup. Yeah. All right. So in in that case, with 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 that in mind, I uh, I agree. We'd we'd better just back off and and report it upstairs. Now, if we can figure out a like cure for the virus, I'm all for taking a quick tour and dropping some off everywhere we go. But mm-hmm. there is yeah. there is assistance and help that we can provide immediately. But like as far as actually taking care of the root cause. Well, uh, what do you think, Doctor? Do you think that's possible? Um, I believe one could be manufactured. I don't know if we can do it with what I have here. I can try, but I don't have the resources that we had. All right, yeah. Um, Give it your best shot. Sure. You know, you can... I will provide you with all the uh, resources of the ship. I think it's extremely important that we at least, you know, prevent this disaster. Absolutely. So... Um, I'm going to do, we can do an assist roll from the ship's computer. Yeah. Uh, plus two. I can just do medicine and I'll spend a fate point. We'll see what we can do. All right. Who wants to roll that assist roll? Uh, I can do that. All right. So, uh, what do we need to do? Assi- what would it would just do to be a general knowledge roll for assistance or, uh, it's the computer. Yeah. It would be the ship's computer. 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 Okay. So, uh, so just energy engineering roll, I guess. Would that be better? No, the ship has a computer stat. I, I can just oh, roll. The ship has a, a character sheet. Oh, the computer stat. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't see that on there. I can do that. So I got it. Click that look. Computer. Computer. All right. The <laughs> sucks at medicine. It uh, does. Okay. So like it's a combat ship. This yeah. is not uh, combat medicine. Therefore, it can't help you. <laughs> uh, so five with a fate point. 
Uh, all right. So it's not easy. Like you're using up a lot of your, you're gonna have to go back for. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, um, Oh, I guess I can also have my studious stunt, which is plus well, that's science, but medicine is under the, uh, science and atomic robo. Kind of it is. Yeah. Yeah. So it's um, science when researching a new subject. That's fair. So that'd be seven. It, yeah. It is a new subject. Um, yeah. So not only do you, not only do you like come up with a cure, but you realize that there's kind of a flaw to make it easily cured. Mm. So if you just, you can set up a change in the virus and then re-release <clears throat> your altered original version of the virus. Mm-hmm. And it will spread just as quickly with the cure and immunization for okay. it. Okay, <clears throat> It's like a, it's like a quickly traveling vaccine that doesn't require any, you know, uh, any special means to distribute. Yeah, sure. Easy. Okay. All right. We did it. Yay. Yay. And then you so fly we'll away <laughs> where it's safe. Sometimes, sometimes an ending's just an ending. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes. <laughs> sometimes you're just like, and then we did it. <laughs> I, I actually, I, I, honestly, I actually do like that a lot where it's just like, there, there's no good, there's no good option here. <laughs> yeah. You're just like, well, we'll yeah, tell the people in charge. <laughs> yeah. We can pass along a bit later. Oh no. <laughs> Uh, epilogue. <clears throat> Shortly after you leave, uh, another uh, ship, a Klingon ship, arrives from uh, House Grilka, which is the house that House Devor or Degor um, had tried to dominate. And uh, they're going to be very interested to discuss that material. <laughs> I was, I was wondering. I was wondering. Uh, all right, so that's the episode. Questions, suggestions. Things you liked, things you didn't like. I actually really liked everything about this one, man. Yeah, this is a good, interesting analysis on that. So where we just kind of mm-hmm. had, uh, yeah, I was uh, wondering if there would have been an alternative if we had just stormed the planet ahead of time. Said, "Well, Cardassians are here." Uh, I mean, you'd have been in control of the situation, um, and you probably would have found that stuff out like before Degor showed up. Okay. Uh, on the other hand, you'd also be pretty bogged down, be in a different circumstance where you're like, "Yeah, this is." <clears throat> you know, this sucks and we don't want to give the Klingons a... On the other hand, like, you know, there's only so much we can do with the planet by ourselves. Before we're in really big trouble. Yeah, before you're so. in deep and you're just pretty much stuck here. And it turns into, you know, it, this could have been more of like, hey, this is, you know, a Siege of AR-15 versus let's let's negotiate this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's it. Uh, and also, if you like continue to dawdle uh or like spend too much time in analysis then the other ship would have shown up earlier <laughs> mm. uh, and as soon as you told them that there was a virus they'd have been like oh we know what this <laughs> <laughs> and then they probably would have duked it out <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're just sitting in the back going that happened uh, that's the thing do we stop it what <laughs> <clears throat> uh any other questions or comments Oh, no, that was fun. All right. Well, see everybody next month. Bye. Bye. Bye.